My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Wednesday the 2nd of August. I'm Zara Seidler. I'm Sam Kozlowski. UNESCO has delayed its decision to classify the Great Barrier Reef as in danger. While the government has been quick to claim this as a win... This confirms my government is working hard to protect the reef, is acting on climate change and that the rest of the world has, of course, taken notice. This doesn't mean the Great Barrier Reef is in the clear, with UNESCO noting concerning cases of recent mass coral bleaching. So what's going on with the reef, and what does UNESCO's decision actually mean? We'll let you know in the deep dive, but first, Sam, there was some big news from the RBA yesterday. That's right. They decided to keep the cash rate on hold at 4.1%. It's the second month in a row that rates have been kept on hold. RBA Governor Philip Lowe says inflation is still too high, but welcomed signs it's declining. He hasn't ruled out further rate rises in coming months. At least 17 people have died from heat-related causes in South Korea. That's according to authorities. Much of the country remains under a heatwave warning. The US is averaging two mass shootings a day so far this year, with the country on track to meet or surpass the previous record for the most mass shootings in a year. Gun Violence Archive data shows there have been 421 mass shootings in 2023 in the country so far. And the good news, more than two million Aussies tuned in to watch the Matildas 4-0 win over Canada in round three of the group stages at the Women's World Cup. The game was the most-watched Matildas game of the tournament and the most-watched Channel 7 broadcast of the year so far. UNESCO has announced that the Great Barrier Reef will not be officially classified as in danger this year. But that doesn't mean that the reef is safe, though. UNESCO has noted serious concerns about mass coral bleaching events and water quality. It was one of the moments where the realities of climate change felt the most real, to me, when I was diving on the Great Barrier Reef and saw bleached coral, mm. I was there to investigate what two degrees of warming would look like, mm. and you could really see it. So I'm keen for this discussion today to understand the nuances. Firstly, what is this list, and why is UNESCO making this decision about an Australian reef? I think to answer that, we need to just take a step back. So UNESCO is a UN body and it maintains a list of over a thousand areas of natural and cultural significance. So obviously, if your country has a site on that list, it's a really good thing, this World Heritage List, because it'll have the benefits of tourism and employment opportunities. You know, you've got these wonders of the world in your country Mm. and that's a really great thing. But being on the list also comes with responsibilities to actually preserve those locations. So UNESCO uses what's called an in-danger label for locations it deems to be under existential threat. Now, Australia has 20 locations on the World Heritage List. None are currently classified as in-danger, which is obviously a good thing. Some examples of sites that are deemed as in-danger are some war-damaged historical sites, so places in Afghanistan and Iraq, 
and also in the Sumatra and Congo rainforests. So it's obviously a pretty big development if an Australian site has even been considered Mm. for that classification. Talk to me about how we got to this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's news to anybody that there are concerns about the conservation of the Great Barrier Reef. Again, you're not alone in that being the kind of visual representation. Mm. I think that's the thing with climate change. It's often abstract for a lot of people. And then when you go to the Barrier Reef, it Mm. is physically there in front of you, that bleaching. And UNESCO has obviously recognised that too. So in 2021, it released a draft report that recommended classifying the reef as in danger. The report said that despite efforts and achievements by the state and federal governments at the time, key targets on improving water quality had not been met. A lot of people waking up and discovering that the reef is in danger, according to UNESCO, and wondering why on earth the federal government would be opposing that analysis of it. Susan Lee, who was the Environment Minister at the time, she was, of course, from the coalition government, said that her government would challenge UNESCO's recommendation. I know, I recognise climate change is the biggest threat to the reef, but this is not the forum in which to express that view. And we made the point that we will challenge this decision when it comes before the full committee later on in July. And the government did a few things after that announcement to challenge UNESCO's recommendation. I remember that time really clearly because there were a whole host of announcements made about the Great Barrier Reef by the government of the day. So they did things like invite a United Nations delegation to come visit the reef to assess its health. And then the coalition also announced a $1 billion funding package to help protect the reef. I remember I was actually on the reef that week that the UNESCO people went. uh, And they were in an unmarked boat because they were so worried about interference Mm. from tourism operators or protesters. It was quite a tense time in such a serene place. So they introduced some measures. Mm -hmm. What happened after that? Despite the government's efforts, UNESCO once again recommended that the reef be placed on the in danger list at the end of last year. And the report acknowledged that Australia had made unparalleled science and management efforts to protect the reef, but concluded it's significantly impacted by climate change. It criticised Australia's lack of clear climate change targets and suggested Australia could take further steps to protect the reef that would drastically improve reef conservation. Now, in the time between that first UNESCO recommendation Mm -hmm. and the second UNESCO recommendation, we had a change in government. Mm -hmm. We moved from a coalition government to a Labor government. How did this new Labor government respond? Well, Tanya Plibersek, who's our current environment minister, like Susan Lee before her, challenged UNESCO on their recommendation, saying that there was no need to single out the Great Barrier Reef. Um, The reason that... uh the UNESCO in, pa- in the past has singled out uh, places at, at risk is because they wanted to see greater government investment or greater government action. And since the change of government, both of those things have happened. The Albanese government has made some changes since UNESCO's last update, including a legislated target of 43% emissions reduction by 2030. And we've done a number of podcasts on that. So if you need a refresher, head to our show notes. And there have been some other developments too, like Tanya Plibersek's decision to block a coal mine in central Queensland over concerns specifically about the Great Barrier Reef. And there have also been two proposed dams that have also been rejected on the same basis. So all of that brings us to the news this week. What did we hear from UNESCO in the last few days? So UNESCO has delayed its decision to list the Great Barrier Reef as in danger, recognising that the government has made significant progress. 
This was, of course, welcomed by the Environment Minister, Tanya Plibersek. Look, this is a very important acknowledgement of the difference that our government's policies have made to the reef. But as much as this decision is being celebrated by the government as a win for them, UNESCO has warned that the health of the reef is still a matter of utmost concern. So it's not like just because the reef hasn't been classified right now doesn't mean that the concern has gone anywhere. It doesn't mean it's healthy. No, UNESCO's expressed concern about slow progress to improve water quality, like I said, and about the increased frequency of bleaching events. Australia is by no means off the hook. We're required to submit another progress update on the reef's health next February, and that will guide further considerations of an in-danger classification. So we're essentially going to go through the same process then. Okay, so in-danger, not in-danger, reports, classifications, reviews, changes of government. At the end of the day, what does all of this really mean? I think that this just means that while there's no label being given to the state of the Great Barrier Reef right now, it is acknowledging that the reef is in trouble UNESCO's acknowledging that, the government's acknowledging that. We'll check back in February to see what UNESCO decides then. But I do think that at the end of the day, the thing to keep in mind is that as long as this process is ongoing, there is going to be considerable pressure on the government to keep demonstrating they're doing the best they can, even as the pressures of climate change continue. They've literally got someone surveying their progress on you know a recurring basis and We often say that it's hard to legislate around climate change because there's nobody, you know, enforcing it at a higher level. Well, this is one of those cases where there is some of that pressure. It can all be quite overwhelming talking about this kind of stuff. And I've spent a lot of time looking at the reef and, you know, writing pieces about it for TDA. Perhaps if I can just end with one glimmer of hope. There's some really interesting science happening on the reef with people in mainland Australia, in Cairns or outside Cairns, who are making these artificial fish tanks filled with all the different varieties of coral to actually replant the reef one day. Uh, And so shout out to all those who are working on creative solutions and, and using human ingenuity to figure out a solution. Love it. Thanks for joining us today on The Daily Oz. If you enjoyed what you heard, leave us a review on Spotify. We love reading these. Somebody said yesterday, this episode really gave me an insight into what's going on behind the scenes and what we don't hear about. Great episode. Shout out to you, Drama, whoever you might be. Thanks for leaving the comment. And others can do the same by just going onto the Spotify app and clicking under Q&A. Drama. We will see you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.